Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast. I'm Terry Barr, so happy to be with you and uh, bringing it to you from Lee Enterprises. Oh, boy, do we have some fun things to talk about today. My guest, I am so grateful to have her here with us because... We're talking travel. It's Caroline Lupini, and Caroline is a travel rewards analyst with Forbes Advisor. Oh my gosh, Caroline, I think everybody is dreaming of traveling right now. How do you feel about it? I'm definitely dreaming about traveling. Thanks so yeah. much for having me. Oh, this is terrific. And I think the timing could not be better. We're almost a year into the pandemic, at least in the United States, March to almost March again, how will and when could traveling recover? I think there's still a lot that we don't know, especially with the recent news about the new coronavirus variants that we're seeing pop up. But I do think we're going to see travel recovering here in stages pretty soon. Vaccination efforts are underway and speeding up across a lot of different countries. So I think we'll start to see people venturing out, starting with trips closer to home, maybe starting to get back on planes again a little bit more often for shorter domestic trips to places that they're more familiar with and comfortable with. And then slowly we'll see a return to international travel. I think again, starting with places people are more familiar. So with for Americans, I think we'll see travel to Mexico and the Caribbean start to ramp up, maybe followed by Europe. And then probably quite a bit later down the road, we'll see travel to Asia and Africa start to ramp back up again, because those are already destinations that people are not as comfortable with. It just sounds so good to just talk about traveling right now with you, Caroline. Thank you so much. Um, I think the big travel vacation type things that we have coming up next would be, if I look at the calendar, I'm thinking spring break and or Easter. So as um, our travel rewards analyst, what are you seeing? What are people doing? Are they booking for these typically really busy times for both individuals and families? People are definitely booking, but I think, again, we're going to see a lot more road trips happening, maybe some shorter domestic flights, especially since the U.S. has recently introduced a negative test requirement to get into the U.S. I think we won't see as many people traveling internationally, even if people maybe would have been comfortable with that before the requirement was put in place, though there are some hotels and resorts that are helping to facilitate those tests for people who are staying there. Um, All Hyatt properties across Latin America and the Caribbean are including complimentary testing for their guests to help them come and visit that destination, but then ultimately get back home. Okay. So is that a big thing that maybe people are looking at right now? How will these places, if I travel, help me stay healthy? Yeah, help definitely how will places help yeah. me stay healthy and how will how will places help me get back home? When you're going on vacation, you probably don't want to have to figure out the logistics to get a COVID test before you fly back home. Right. And a lot of destinations are also requiring a negative COVID test to get in, especially in the Caribbean. Some countries in Central America have dropped that requirement recently. And then, of course, Mexico never had that requirement. Mm. But it adds a whole extra layer to planning travel that didn't exist before the pandemic. No kidding. I want to quote you. I think I read somewhere that you called it a COVID-specific 
amenity. And of course, we're always looking for amenities. (laughs) So when I saw that, I thought that's probably a really interesting way to describe what's happening right now and what people are looking for. Definitely. And I think a lot of us probably think about amenities as something that's a little bit more fun and exciting. (laughs) Something, you know, a a free bottle of champagne that gets sent to your hotel room. It's a little bit more fun than a COVID test that you have to stick up your nose before you can go home. But since it's a requirement and that's what's going to allow people to come to that destination and then go home again, it it is an amenity, even though it's not a fun one per Mm -hmm. se. So if maybe not spring break or Easter, I just, I love to think past that. Would you suggest people consider booking now for travel later on? And and what's later on? (laughs) Definitely. Now is such a great time to start booking travel, especially through the end of March. A lot of the um, American air carriers, specifically American Airlines United and Delta, have additional flexibility that's currently available for tickets booked by the end of March, where if you choose to change that ticket later on, you can do so without paying an additional fee. You will have to pay a fair difference. So if the new flight is more expensive, you're still on the hook for the extra cost, but there's no additional fee on top of that as long as the flight is booked by the end of March. Mm -hmm. These three airlines have introduced additional flexibility that will continue after that, but it's specific to certain flights and that depends on the airline. But for the most part, it's limited to flights departing from the U.S. and short haul flights. So it's not valid for any flight that you could possibly book after the end of March. But until the end of March, any flight you could possibly book has no change fee. So it's a great time to start thinking about where might I want to travel after it's safe to do so again and lock in the, the low prices that exist now and also the additional flexibility. And we haven't seen anything like this in years now, these um, no fees. That, that right. is really amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Southwest is the only airline that has had this no fee structure yeah. all along. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that's really differentiated Southwest. Whenever I wasn't sure about my travel plans before, I'd always book for, through Southwest, even if it was a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. because I knew I had the flexibility to change or cancel the flight. But this introduction of um, no change fees through the end of March for all flights and then on limited flights after March completely changes the game. Yeah. Now you need somewhere to stay once you get somewhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you have any idea if hotels are playing the same kind of um, game in in saying, yeah, yeah, book us. And if you have to change, we get it. We'll work with you. So as a general rule, hotels are more flexible than the airlines in the first place. Okay. A lot of the times when you book a rate, it will be cancelable until the day before arrival at the hotel. It's sometimes possible to to save about $10 or maybe $20 a night by booking a non-refundable hotel stay, which I would not recommend doing at this point in time because we don't know exactly what travel is going to look like. That said, if you book a non-refundable stay, hotels are being somewhat more flexible. I have personally called a hotel and said, hey, I know this was not refundable, but could I move the dates? I'd still like to stay, but just the the trip isn't going to work out Mm -hmm. as I originally planned. 
And for the most part, places, it seems like, are being pretty accommodating. Ah, so pick up the phone. That's, that's mm-hmm. a good idea. <laughs> um, here is something that I know you've been working really hard on and is coming out this week. The idea of um, award booking services. Now, for anybody listening, watching, and have not heard about this, what is this? How do you describe this? So an award booking service is a company that helps consumers use their frequent flyer miles more effectively. And a lot of people have frequent flyer miles and you can, you can go to the airline's website mm-hmm. and try to find tickets, but sometimes it's not as simple as it seems like it should be. It's not as easy as going to orbits to book a cash ticket. And there's even more that goes into it that many consumers don't know about. For example, some airlines don't show the award availability for all of their partners on their Mm. search engine. So you have to know how to find the additional availability that may exist. And sometimes that means checking a different website. Sometimes that means calling. But either way, it's a lot of extra work. So these services, which charge a fee, do all of that work for you. And they are staffed by points and miles experts, people who live and breathe this stuff every day because they love it. So they know what routes tend to have better availability. They know right off the top of your head based on what miles and points you have access to, what flights are likely to be the least expensive. So even though you're paying a fee in cash to the service, they can sometimes save hundreds of thousands of miles per ticket and or have access to get you access to a better experience than you may have been able to find on your own. That is incredible. Okay. So I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, this sounds amazing, but you know how the consumer advocates always say, if it sounds too good to be true, but I know because I know you, you know, this is a real deal. This is the real thing. Um, Do you have like an example at all of how this has worked? Yeah, so this is actually how I got my start in the whole (laughs) freelance writing world. I used to be an engineer, but I didn't love working in a lab with no windows for 50 hours a week. So I quit my job and my first freelance job that I had was working for an award booking service called Award Magic. I was one of those points and miles experts that lived and breathed this stuff every day. And I still do. Um, So I know firsthand what goes on behind the scenes at these award booking services and have helped people book those dream trips that they didn't think that they were going to be able to book because their searches had not turned up anything fruitful. So we um, at Forbes Advisor did a study where we basically mystery shopped 20 different award booking services. And we gave them... Uh, we gave them a couple of different scenarios where we wanted to, to make it a little bit challenging for them to suss out the best option for our two mystery shoppers. We had one person who was planning a honeymoon for her and her husband, and they wanted to travel to Asia in business or first class. And then we had a family of four who was working to plan a trip to Europe and wanted to fly in premium economy. And we gave them just enough miles to know that they would be able to find something, but it wouldn't be easy. So our, our best award booking services of 2021 list launched this morning. So that is now live and available for everyone oh, to check out. Where can you find that? It's available on Forbes Advisor. Okay. Um, you can, if you search Forbes Advisor best award booking services, or I believe the URL is Forbes Advisor. 
or Forbes.com slash advisor slash best award booking services. Probably better if I send you that link. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be happy to share that with everybody who's curious about it. Um, I'm assuming that the two mystery shoppers ended up finding what they were looking for and saved some money too. Yes. Yeah. We, all of our top services were able to find something that worked for each scenario. And it was really interesting because all of the options, there were slight variations and that's because award availability changes day to day. And there's a lot of creativity that goes into it. It's not a simple answer that just is go to one website and search and see what it comes back with. There are a lot of different things that you can do to make something work, depending on what the priorities are. Oh, that's awesome. Just more, um, different ideas, I guess, you know, different options for travelers who are willing to go that way or, you know, willing to go the old way too. So I guess, um, in the end, people, um, who are watching and listening to this, what do you hope they walk away with? What should they be thinking about when it comes to traveling right now, even if maybe they're not prepared to travel right now? My number one recommendation for anyone who likes to travel is to start thinking about traveling now. Even if you're not ready to travel yet, even if you don't think you will be by the summer, it makes sense to start thinking about what options are available and start planning those trips. You can book flights 330 days in advance. So that's 11 months in advance. And with the airline flexibility that exists through the end of March, that means if in March you book a flight, you can book it all the way through February of 2022 and keep all of that flexibility that exists now. So that is what I am telling everybody to do. Start (laughs) booking those trips, get something on the calendar that you're excited about and feel confident that even if you don't feel ready to travel yet when that trip is coming up, that you'll be able to reschedule the flights. You won't lose the value of the ticket and then you'll still have something to look forward to. It will just be a little bit later. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Okay. So Caroline, where are you going? Where's your next trip when you were able to get out there and go somewhere? The thing that I officially have planned that I'm most excited about right now is a trip to Antarctica for my 30th birthday in December, (laughs) which Argentina, which is where the trip leaves from, is still very, very, very much closed. They've had one of the strictest lockdowns in all of the Americas. Even domestic travel was shut down Mm. for some time and may actually still be. So I'm hoping that Argentina opens up by then. And I'm also hoping that I'll be able to get somewhere sooner than that, but I have nothing officially planned. I love that you are doing exactly as you're telling the rest of us to do though, to look Mm -hmm. ahead, plan ahead. And it really does. It makes you feel better when you've got that something awesome to look forward Mm -hmm. to. And especially if it's something you're really, really excited about. Yes. You're birthday. (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) Anything that I didn't ask you that you really want people to think about? Um, I I do want to kind of pedal backwards and ask, do you think it's safe for car travel right now? That might be my last question as it comes about with, again, spring break or Easter. And maybe does that depend on who you're going to see, or maybe you shouldn't go see anybody? So I think it, d- it does depend on so many things. It depends okay. on your personal situation. It depends on who you're going to see. It depends on your personal risk tolerance. It depends on 
how safely you think you can travel. I have traveled by car some during the pandemic and Mm -hmm. my parents also just took a trip to Florida from Michigan, which I recommended that they go on because Michigan is kind of dreary in the winter. Oh, yes. And even though they did take extra risk to go to Florida they still, they, they were able to get out and enjoy the sun and not feel like they were ke- cooped up in their house for the whole winter. So I think that there was a net positive, even though there was an, a, a slight additional COVID risk. But then it's, it's all about, you know, wear your mask when you stop at the gas station and need to go in and use the restroom. Mm-hmm. If you have to stop to eat, either do takeout or find somewhere where you, where you can sit outside. They're booking hotels that have a small kitchen instead of having to go out for dinner every night or even look into an Airbnb where you're not going to be sharing the space with other people at all. That is brilliant. And good for your parents. (laughs) Good for the rest of us too, to get started back on this. Oh my gosh. We have been talking with Caroline Lupini and Caroline is the travel rewards analyst with Forbes advisor. Caroline, I have loved this more than you know. I love to travel. So it's just been a dream to talk to you just about traveling in general right now, but then also with some really amazing ideas and tips for us. Thank you so much. We'll be able to talk while we're actually traveling sometime soon. I look forward to that. In fact, I, I teased you earlier and I said, let's talk when you're on the beach or maybe we can both be on the beach. That would be even better. Maybe we can be on the beach together. I love it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Caroline, thank you. And everybody, thank you for joining us. This is your Pennywise podcast. And today we're talking about traveling, finding your best deals and how to keep yourself safe while you're doing it. Caroline Lupini with Forbes Advisor, Travel Rewards Analyst. Thank you again. Thank you so much.